Alright, well, I will call the meeting to order at 6.31 p.m. In a moment, I will seek a motion to enter executive session. We're five. Here we go, five. Oh, we do have five. To discuss strategy with respect to collective bargaining or litigation, if an open meeting may have a detrimental effect on the bargaining or litigating position of the public body, and the chair so declares, which I do, pursuant to Mass General Law, specifically for units A, S, and T. At the end of this meeting, we will adjourn and reconvene at 7 p.m. in the lower room for open session. Um, from a scheduling perspective, I was expecting everyone to attend this meeting tonight, except for Scott, who's, uh, who has a family commitment. He'll be at open session. Um, uh, Joanna and I just learned Tracy is going to be skipping executive session so she, so she can finish her evaluation uh, for Joanna. And uh, then um, Noble just had a flat tire and he's trying to get here as soon as he can. Um, Wait, so do you want me to go pick him up? He, he, he's, he said he's all set. So okay, thank you. Right. I appreciate that. All right, so um, that ends the, the business. Is there a motion to enter executive session for the so purpose moved. listed? Second. Moved by Ricky, seconded by Jeff. Roll call vote. District 1? Aye. District 2? Aye. District 4? Aye. District 6? Aye. District 7? Aye. Unanimous, 5 nothing. We are now in executive session. I want to welcome the members elect to their first uh, executive session with us. Um, as a reminder, um, we are all bound by executive session confidentiality rules, whether we're a current member or a member elect. And uh, I, I hope that the email I sent you on how executive sessions uh, work and the Attorney General's guide on, on that will, uh, was was helpful. You're swearing in. Swear to whatever I hear in here stays in here. So as we all know, the superintendent requested this. Um, both for members and members elect, so he can tell us all uh, what's going on with these respective units, actions that are impacting the current contract, which is why we're able to discuss this in, in executive session and side letters and so forth. Um, it's also something that may have some impact on the Stapleton discussion tonight, open session, which was another reason why he asked for this. So, Dr. Tremblay, I'll turn it over to you. We have about 20 minutes, so we can try to have a break between uh, this and open session if that works. Yeah, sure. Thank you. I only just need a few minutes. I, I appreciate everyone coming a bit early, and and uh, Beverly, feel free to jump into the probably from your MASC from the association. You stay close to this around the sort of the tenor of MTA across the across the state. So what I wanted to just uh, to mention was so I, I don't know what to expect tonight. I expect that we'll have you know the usual red shirts, and I don't know if they're trying to make a particular pitch for the existing committee until this committee changes over. Or if this is going to be a, the, the new way of doing business forever and, uh, and moving forward, I, I don't know that. Um, so I do want to share a couple of things related to sort of strategy, I guess, in and around the collective bargaining uh, house. Uh, I'm trying to think where to begin talking about the issues that are happening in communities where teachers are taking um, these actions, the increased grievances, uh, talking about unsafe working conditions. And as the list went on, I, I, I started to think, <coughs> Wow, are they like reading the Framingham sort of the source or something? Like it seemed like it was just the Framingham information, and so I raised my hand and asked. I said, "I said everything you've described, I'm encountering in Framingham. Is this something that's happening elsewhere?" And lo and behold, it was happening across the state. In fact, we so we have about five, four or five cases going to arbitration, and another school community has 14 going to arbitration right now. And so they're uh, they're wearing their red shirts in all their respective communities. They're coming out, and there's a there's almost a playbook of consistency. It's around, uh, and you'll probably hear it tonight is my guess, um, and I'll speak a little bit to that. Around teachers feeling like they're in a hostile working environment, unsafe conditions with student behaviors, right? So you're hearing a little bit of this at Stapleton, and, and, and some of that, and some of that is 
not to conflate the two, there's there's some truth to that at Stapleton that we're trying to address, and I'll address that tonight too in open session. Um, but there, but but it, it's like it, generally speaking, and there's been surveys that I'm understanding are being done in our schools and across other schools about asking teachers, do you feel safe at work? And so there's a there's a posturing that's happening across the state, uh, and it's, it's new MTA leadership that's happening, and they're really not cooperating. Uh, in fact. A lot of what's happening now, the Student Opportunity Act, you know, this is, this is this act that's been approved to uh, inject additional educational dollars. There are, MTA is trying to make a grab for that as part of uh, con contractual benefits. So when districts are trying to settle on, say, a 222, they might be saying, no, you have enough money to fund a 555. And you can't claim that we don't have enough money. So there, And there's no restriction on how, there's some, there are some uh, key guiding points and reporting mechanisms in place, but there's nothing that prevents uh, teachers from sort of making a grab for the money. And so I worry that this is not just a Framingham. I don't want you to, to think that, so there's things you'll hear tonight that are real and they belong and they're problems for us that we have to address, that's true. But it's under the tenor of something much bigger and it's a movement that's afoot that I wanted to call to your attention. And again, I didn't know that until I had a meeting. And so you start to say, hey, are you experiencing this too? And then people start to say, yeah, I have that problem, you have this problem? And so I've actually advised that we come together more frequently and uh, not us, but the superintendents and kind of share out what is happening in all these communities and how we're handling it. Is this something that should be transmitted to the community so they can have context on all of this? Because well, they also think it's just us. I've, I've asked for just that. I've asked for some, some talking points. I know it would be helpful. I said, I said, in our communities, our school committees are hearing from their from the unions, but they think it's very isolated to the right. community, and it's a, it's a community problem. I said, we need to widen the, the audience so that so that it's known that this is a... a literally a playbook the NTA is using. Down to form letters, uh, here's how you write this, claiming Article 18, which is the, you know, the working in an unsafe, uh, so the level of grievances that we're seeing, which is unprecedented. Uh, and the other thing that's happening and why I think certain communities are being targeted is that um, it was reported that the, uh, welcome. Please take seat. So one of the, one of the areas that's being targeted, they're, they're targeting communities where uh, where teachers are working, uh, rather where, where, um, uh, where teachers are also living in the community, and and those teachers coming out to be vocal with with the school committees because they know that they're voters. So they're they're looking at that dynamic as well. They're not only just targeting every community, but specifically where there's teachers who are uh, who are taxpayers in that community. And so Framingham clearly falls into a lot of these uh, uh, lanes. So I just wanted to call that to your attention, and now as things come up tonight, I'll address, uh, we'll have to hear from uh, families, uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some concerns around Stapleton. I have made an effort to work very closely with the FTA representatives at Stapleton. I spent a lot of time talking with them, and so I'm hopeful that tonight's comments are, are in the spirit of collaboration. They may still be upset, but I hope that the tenor is shifted from the administration is doing nothing to the administration is not fast enough. Well, that's okay. I can live with that one. But to say that we're ignoring them would be would be just a flat out lie. That's not the case. And uh, the amount of time I've been spending talking with them. So I will point out in open session some of the efforts we're taking specifically to be responsive to Stapleton. But just know that there's enough. There's this, you may hear other things, and I don't know what that will be in terms of behavior. And Ricky, I'll call on you first. I just want to um, welcome the uh, the other two member elects and just catch you up very briefly. Uh, we kicked off the executive session with our required motions and roll call vote. 
Yeah, we have the superintendent talked about the urban superintendent's meeting where multiple communities are talking about the same type of union-related messaging and, and issues that we're seeing here. Many of them are real, but some of it's also a coordinated messaging campaign uh, to help support union interests. So we're just getting the update from that as it relates to current ongoing uh, grievances that may come to us one day or not, uh, as well as some of the public comment, the Stapleton item tonight. Hopefully that summarized it. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, so I can say a little bit more about that, but I don't know if you had a question. I can so um, basically I wanted to say in the stable thing, I attended the last PTO meeting, and one of the things that they were bringing up, and I'm sure they're going to bring up tonight, is that there was five new members, uh, new students brought to the school since all this going on, and, and they're claiming all these other things. And so I hope that you'll be able to say that, you know, new students come in and out of the district, etc. You'll be able to explain that to them. Because they're looking at like where we have all the problems at Stapleton right now, and you allowed five more students in. Yeah. Well, I, I'll do my best to explain that we don't shut the door. I mean, our schools really get class right. size around the district, so we don't because there's some concern. And I, I'll do my best to address yeah. that. That came a little bit clearly to me uh, when I put out an email that you were included on to all the staff directly, having them reach out to me. So you'll recall we've heard about lesson planning and prep time and things that are in a in a line of arbitration. When I put this all out to the staff saying, I really wanted to work with you and hear from you, um, the responses were really interesting. I have a number of meetings set up individually with staff members that requested those meetings. In none of those circumstances, of the 30 or 40 that have reached out, nobody's asked for a meeting to talk about lesson planning or prep time. They've been talking with me about, they want to talk about maybe the behavioral programs, challenging behaviors, that's all real, right? How programs are run, RFL, you name it. But in that list, no one's come forward. So. But I, and I, I called this out in my meeting with the FTA yesterday. And so the union was a little bit almost distrusting of my reach to the staff. Well, why would you do that? Because we have us that relay. And I said, because I'm not sure I'm hearing from everybody's voice. I'm hearing from what I think is some small group that's getting the attention of the FTA leadership. So I'm just cautious of that. I mean, I listen, there's things that Stapleton is not in a great way. That's the truth. I'm not going to lie about that. But I want to tell you tonight what we're doing to try to mitigate that. Do you want me to not say I won't? Another thing that I noticed there, like, is um, when it was time for the teachers to talk at that forum, they, they would say right directly to the principal. And I've said this to the principal before, and so Bob knows, so it's no information. So they're kind of a, putting a principal on the spot, but yet saying that this information that's coming out um, is not new and it's true. So they were like relaying it in that form. My understanding too is the principal wasn't really afforded the opportunity to speak either and was told. She was allotted to. 20 minutes, um, like the first 20 minutes of the meeting. Then they wanted to turn it over to like teachers to say what they had to say and then turn it back over by like 6.50. It was like 50 minutes total. Then they were basically kicked everyone else that wasn't out for PTO because they wanted to concentrate on other PTO matters. Yeah. So I'm thinking a lot. I'm spending a lot of time going room by room at Stapleton. I have cleared my calendar. I'm literally there all next week, all, all the week after we return from vacation to be there to try to get that kind of on the rails. But that's the that's the latest. I don't know what will happen tonight. I hope. What I'm really hopeful that comes out of this is even if they're still upset, that there's a conversation around it being a collaborative conversation. And if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be very very surprised and and probably upset because it has been a collaborative conversation. So there we are. So that's the that's the tenor. So. In case you're here to see the red shirts. You have a new principal there that what I saw was very enthusiastic and wanting to make it better. And a lot of things that you said is you're absolutely right. And we're working on it. But it's going to take time. It's not going to be done overnight. But we are working. But you did tell the teachers and staff they were right on certain things they said. Yeah. You know, as you alluded to as well. Yep. Two, two quick questions. You mentioned we have four or five cases in arbitration. 
do you have any predictions on the different level one, two, and three grievances, where they are now, what we might expect to see from, from our workload, and, and, and any chronic issues coming forward uh, next year? I know I didn't you know, give you this question ahead of time, mm. uh, so feel free to get back to us, but that's one question. The second question is, Article 18 of the Unit A contract is something that the FTA has flagged to me and perhaps other members too about, it's not a formal grievance, it's when there's a, a safety issue with the teacher. And uh, they've kept, they've asked me on multiple occasions, have you seen these, have you seen them? And so I'm wondering how frequent those safety issues are and if the committee will be getting those type of documents in, in the future, because according to the contract, this committee should, should be getting those confidential documents that you can probably redact teacher's names and so forth, but just to see where there's chronic challenges and if there are in fact these legitimate safety issues that everyone's talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, this Article 18, uh, I'd like to get back to you on that, I mean, with the process. I, I think I maybe have seen three or four of those in my time here. Okay. Uh, so I don't see it, but that is, that is a, that's the language that's being used pretty much across other communities as well, because that little disclaimer is in a lot of different contracts, kind of boilerplate language that they're using. As far as the grievances that are coming up, so we see a lot of grievances that continue to, I mean, for the most part, in, in a healthy sort of environment, look at grievances for me is something I view as a, as a, as a good thing. Grievances make clear, ambiguous language in a contract. So if you grieve something, it's because there's lack of clarity or there's past practice that has to be adjusted. In some cases, the past practice has been a violation of the law or it's just simply not right. And just because you've been doing it wrong for 10 years doesn't mean you have to continue doing it wrong for the foreseeable future. So we get kind of hung up on some of that. Most grievances do get resolved at level one, and level one is a building level grievance. There are matters that are class action grievances that get escalated right to level two, which is what the HR office would, would feel. And the class action might be all teachers, you know, uh, uh, deserve whatever, the, you know, uninterrupted prep time, and, and you're taking it away from a few who so are filing a class action. If it doesn't get resolved at step three, at step two it comes to step three, which is my level, and we try to keep that resolved there, if, unless, it, unless it doesn't have, uh, it's baseless. And then it goes to step four, which is your level. And then ultimately it goes to either it either dies there after you have a disposition or it goes on to arbitration. And so I don't know the ones that are I have I'm literally hearing four or maybe five grievances back to back to back to back tomorrow. Yeah. And it's everything from um, people wanting to be compensated for uh, for uh, for for missed prep on a on a half day. I mean you, the stuff that I've never in my career have seen called out. And stuff historically has never been called out here is now being called into question. So there's definitely a tenor of, and I'm trying to balance that so we don't have a disgruntled workforce, but at the same time, I, I, I can't get ahead of all these. At least from this two-year term, the data showed that we had zero level four grievances come to this school committee until November 13th of this year. So yeah, uh, where we had three for the first time, you know, versus zero the first, uh, you know, 23 months. So yeah, um, we have time for a couple more quick questions if there is any. Beverly, do you have your hand up? I, just a comment. I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. That has been a conversation. And including um, since the Student Opportunity Act passed, which a lot of people had a part of, um, and there is this campaign, Fund Our Future, they do right. believe. So, I, I mean, luckily, we don't have to start negotiations. We believe negotiation is going to be problematic. I agree with you. Yeah. So... And we'll eventually run into that because this Student Opportunity Act money is over a seven-year span, and we're going to run into that when we come up for the next cycle, among other challenges. Jeff? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just going back to the context, so are we going to end up with the community knowing that this is a broad statewide effort by the MTA? 
and that there is commonality amongst many districts and they're experiencing what we are so they can understand that it's not just our problem. So right now, I, so I don't know, I mean, <coughs> that I intend to call out publicly, but there may become a time where it is called out, but I think right now there's a movement. And yep. we're, how is this interrupting education in how many communities? And I think once that's formulated, there'll be a strategy to them. So to, uh, you don't want one of us to ask the question, is this more general? Or should you defer it? Because I'm worried that the community thinks that we've got our local problem here, just like yeah. all the others do, and they think that we're failing, but they don't understand that there's a broad movement raising this for whatever reasons. Just to have some idea that that's n we're not alone. Yeah. You know, just. I don't know how, unless you ask me and I provide a comment. Yeah, we could ask you rather than you drive it. Yeah. And say, is this is this unique to Framingham? Yeah, and then I right. Could, That's all. That's yeah. that would be useful. Would I just be on record? I could say something kind of benign, like, right. To my understanding, this is this uh, in talking with other superintendents, this is not uncommon. Right. right. Uh, especially with behaviors. That, that there's a lot of truth to that. I've, I I hear I hear that from uh, from a lot of communities, and not just the urbans. Right. And the second final thing was uh, in the lesson plans grievance. One of the thing things that came up in the last uh, Student Achievement and Accountability uh, subcommittee meeting was that when Johns Hopkins did their study of our literature being provided to students, which is largely fiction and therefore just dealing with style, grace, elegance, whatever, but not with evidence and logic as the second thing, and then as creation of knowledge as the third thing, which is where they're shifting to now across the nation probably, but suddenly across the state. There's a big shift there now. In order for Johns Hopkins to do the, the study, to analyze our literature, amongst other things, they looked at lesson plans here because they could tell what texts uh, the, the teacher was not only giving as primary texts, but the supporting ones. And another thing was they were giving information on how well those supporting texts supported the central text. And a lot of them were irrelevant. And so it was really important to have lesson plans, it seems, as part of the information that Johns Hopkins had to inform us. Mm -hmm. So in arguing the case in mediation, it seems like that's an important thing. What the so union is, is not allowing me to do, which is unfortunate, is to differentiate that expectation based on a teacher's skill set or their subject. They're taking it as a class action, so it's either all or nothing. And that's not right because you have a 30-year veteran teacher who can do that, who's, who might say to me, listen, I play my lessons all the time. I just have to keep shifting. Can I go three days instead of five? And to which I would say, absolutely. Or, hey, I don't put it on Google Doc. Can I just take a screenshot of it? Without a doubt. Right? So there's all kinds of ways to modify that I'm not allowed to because it's taken either as an all-or-nothing position. And that's the problem with the class action. It doesn't allow you to differentiate, and that's a frustration of mine with with this with this path. Bless you. Bless you. Willie. Yeah. Last I'll, call, and then uh, we'll go downstairs. Yeah. I'll oh, just did, say. Did, Adam, real, did you see my hand too? I did not. I'm so sorry. Okay. You're next, and then we'll go down. Uh, yeah. We'll real, go real quick. Call. I just want to say I did, I did read something. I'm not from wit, sure where, but it was from some local media that we had this problem pretty much statewide so it's already out in the ether and 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 this is the first executive session so i've heard it from 
outside of this, though. Is Which problem? Behaviors? About the issue of of the red shirt teachers, oh, okay. teachers tactic, playbook, that kind of stuff. I'm all set. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to bring, because I just met with a, a girlfriend, and she was telling me this, because, you know, first I'm wondering, is this just Framingham? Because I know it used to be one school in Framingham. Now it's more than one school. So I didn't know if it was just, and now I'm finding out from talking with other people that are in other cities and other towns, it's also in their school system. Was, so, was that the, uh, the Groton? The what? Groton. No, but what's the what are the what's oh. happening at their school district? Oh, behavioral issues. Behavioral. Issues. Behavioral. Yeah. That 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 because I talked to her like saying, "Is this?" And she's like, "No." And, and she was telling me, and so I'm like, "Oh," because I'm thinking, well, we need to let people know it's not just framing him. It's got it's, so it's not unique to us. Yeah, it, it isn't. It really isn't. And I I didn't know that. I didn't think of it, you know. And now with after talking to her and hearing what you're saying, I think it's important for everyone to know that yeah. it's not like we're just doing you know being this is this how right. it's happening and this is what's and it's not kids with behavioral diagnosis either these are your regular regular education typical kids that right. are just could just yeah yeah so i'm glad to hear you're not just hearing it just from me but but i just wanted to let you know what the, what the pulse is out there and i'll provide more updates and i did ask for the mass to work cooperatively with MASC to have talking points for school committees in all these communities because i recognize also as i pointed out in our workshop that you have an obligation to your to your to your stakeholders, right? You have an obligation to your, to the people who elected you, and I don't want to give you. Right. A, you know, I don't want you to be in a spot where you're letting them down. So the more I can just set the record straight with facts, I will. Okay. Well, thank you for asking for this to be on on the agenda. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to keep this keep this moving in the next term uh, for a lot of a lot of reasons. Um, so are we ready to wrap? All right. So thanks just for a reminder about. Um, the executive session confidentiality, although a lot of what was talked about is open source information, so just use your judgment when it comes to talking about certain things. I will say for tonight, though, there's very little on the agenda where a lot of this will come up. Most of it was done just for future awareness for, for members before we break for the holidays, um, but also in case anything relative to Stapleton's discussion tonight comes up with the superintendent. Uh, gives that update, and we are expecting at least three people from the public to give public comments specifically on Stapleton issues, including, I think, two parents and one staff member. Um, uh, is there a motion to adjourn? Second. Moved by Beverly, Second. seconded by Jeff. Roll call vote to adjourn. District 1? Aye. 2? Aye. 4? Aye. 5? Pass on Mark 6? Aye. And 7. Unanimous. We are now adjourned, and we will be now in about five minutes. Thank you very much.